Yo, welcome to the Hype Geek Podcast. I'm Rustin So today. This is Kalu. We talk to you about gaming culture. What the hell is up, guys? How was your fucking weekend? You can't answer it, but I'll answer it for you. It was a great weekend. Kat, what about you? Pretty good. And next week's gonna be even better, or weekend is gonna be even better. And do you know why? Because First we're running off, profitable ads and it's fucking sick. It's free money, baby. Free money. Right? Yeah. No. <laughs> uh, for us, yes. But for the people who are interested in high ground, yes, we are running a Black Friday sale that is actually happening right now. So you're listening to the podcast right now. It might be already sold out. I'm sorry. But today's Monday as we're recording this and it is live. And already, I'm going to let you guys know on Inside Secret, we're almost sold out again. Apologies. Yeah, we're, we're literally... it's, it's great news for us. Yeah. Let's be honest. But for you guys, sorry. We have 10% but... inventory left and like a little over 10% and it might be gone by the time this podcast is up. I mean, we've been running the pre-orders for quite a while. So if you missed out, that's on you. I'm sorry, but right. it is the only time we're going to do a sale. We're not looking to do many sales as a brand. And we just thought that it because it's our launch year that we might celebrate it with some Black Fridays, just give you guys some more opportunities to cop. Yes. And we will also be launching a new product mm-hmm. This Wednesday, mm-hmm. as you're hearing this, so even if it might be sold out, I would check our website, check our socials, and see what's up, see what's good. You might be able to cop something. If you own a keyboard, it's a new accessory for your keyboard. Just saying. So, and if you don't have a right. keyboard, you can buy it with it. Anyway, yes, that's the update on us. Uh, let's roll a fucking intro song so I can hit you guys with the motherfucking topics. All right. You know how we always give you guys updates on esports teams. We have a lot of org updates this week, so we're just going to segment that into one category and tell you what the fuck is going on because a lot of crazy stuff happened this past week. Women, castles, basketball. How are those three things related? You're about to find out, okay? We have a collab. Well, I, you know, Cat listed this as a collab. I don't know if it's a collab or a partnership, but fuck it. It's a collab. We'll cop or drop this thing. But Fortnite <laughs> has, like... They own House Party, and they're doing something wild, which is interesting. Also, Fortnite is going to own our digital avatars, and we're going to be slaves to Epic Games. We're going to talk about that. There's a new James Bond game coming out. Fuck yeah. But not a shitty fucking horrible developer-made game. It's a legit game. Animal Crossing has decided, hey, stop using us for politics. Nintendo says no more people using Animal Crossing to make money on us. I'm surprised it took them this long, because usually... They strike shit down. That's everything we're going to cover. What's good with this castle, bro? Please explain this to me because I heard that there's a gaming castle. What does that fucking mean? Yeah, so NRG is an esports org, one of the largest esports orgs and very much rising as well, especially with the launch of the CDL where Chicago Huntsman, which is co-owned by NRG, um, did very well. And they're one of the, the brands that has like, two major teams that gain massive social followings, which are Chicago Huntsman, the NRG team itself, as well as other channels and different esports that they're partaking in. But they're massive, especially in Fortnite too. And overall, a great profitable org we see, like one of the top five for sure, alongside um, the well-known names, such as like Immortals and, you know, Heart Thieves and FaZe and stuff. They're definitely, they're definitely up there if you guys haven't heard of them. So recently, they announced that, you know, we've seen houses being created like content creator houses we've seen what are, what are they call like a hundred thieves compound a compound is being yes. created but we haven't seen a castle being created and this is what they decided to call it it's the nrg castle 
This is their form of a compound or content creator studio space. And it looks pretty fucking crazy, honestly. I'm, I'm not even a cap. video for you guys if you're watching on the live stream. It's pretty nuts. It's like a massive warehouse in downtown LA. And it's essentially a content creator space. They have a ton of different decorations everywhere. It's not just like, you know, an office space. I don't think even working here, it just looks so distracting. Yeah, but it just has places where people lounge. Yeah, it's just to chill. And they specifically described it to be a place where not only NRG creators could create content, but for people all around the world could see it as like a content creator hub. Oh, really? Go That's in cool. And to like create content with it. You can tell the entire space is loaded. So there's a section yeah. of this where there's like a giant projector screen that they've put in this like industrial warehouse and there's these massive like the voice looking chairs facing this projector they said Sorry. that the that the chair that looks like the person from the voice was actually created by the people who made the chairs in the voice oh really <laughs> and except those are like lazy boy more styled towards like the gamer um which is pretty cool you can see in this video there's just screens everywhere lights everywhere and you, if you watch the entire video you'll see all the little details they have in it they have a room where they could smack you could like go in there and rage and smash your controllers and shit like that that's cool um, it's it's kind of because they have those they have gaming pods that are stacked on top of each other it's yep. basically fantasy factory for gamers yeah, exactly. And they also have uh, like just random shit. Like they have a water fountain that literally it dispenses like G fuel or some shit. Whoa, like I gotta find this for stream. There's a meditation yeah. room. Yeah, yeah. Bro, Loki Energy is starting to become a favorite team of mine just off this video alone. Like I vibe with this. Wait, so, oh, they have a candy room. Yeah, the candy room. That's where the water fountain is. Bro, this is what this is what content houses are supposed to be like, bro. I'm sorry, Hundred Thieves and FaZe Clan, but just staying in a house is not enough, in my opinion. It needs to be crazy like this, bro. Yeah. It needs to be Fantasy Factory. Like, this is the gaming Fantasy Factory, bro. They have a costume room, candy room, meditation room, streaming rooms. Look at look at this view. Look at this is the gaming Fantasy Factory right here. The entire cast. Massive square foot. All these little gaming areas, arcades, it, it, it's open floor plan. It's awesome, in my opinion. I like yeah. energy now. This like, they took the content creator route, which is what it's always right, been about. We know that esports teams rely on media the most. So instead of someone like Hunter Thieves making like an office slash content creator space where you could tell it's an office, but they also create videos in there, they made this like the content creator hub. And then it's at the side, I think there's places for them to practice. Um, there's like a little land room where they could play and yeah that's that's the route they decided to take i think it's it's pretty cool don't think the video gave it that much justice for some reason yeah. like it still looked very like warehousey not as like built out for some reason to me mm. these are like the cons I, I said all the great things about it but i noticed that the pictures looked a lot better than the videos and that says something i feel like if you go there more than like two times you just be like what the fuck is the point right, of all there's a this? lot of shit here it's a lot of shit that like people might not use like will Maybe. people actually be going there to create content will people go like, to the rage room and break shit yeah well they even like is that that's very unnecessary like it's right it's cool to say that you have one of those but like you go in there once you're not gonna go in there twice right like, what? like yeah it's, it's just like, there for content yeah that's true but even then how much content are you gonna make of you going into the rage room and breaking shit it's one time right. yeah damn so okay so those look, are my downsides dude look it's 10 million dollars let me ask you this if you were to start an esports team today and you had two options of In, content oh. creation houses what would you create 
Yeah, if I had ten million dollars, probably wouldn't build that. What would you build? If I'm being honest, I would do something closer to the Hunter Thieves compound, but not exactly like the Hunter Thieves compound, or like pretty much the Hunter Thieves compound. I, I think the Hunter Thieves compound lacks more studio space. They have like the streaming rooms, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but you, do you know Dude Perfect? Yeah, like Dude Perfect's compound is like the best. Like it's an office it space like. in the front. And That's like it. in the in the backs of warehouse because they they're trick shotters on YouTube and they're like super kid friendly they're like one of the top five most trick paid YouTubers like literally actual trick shots a- like actual trick shots baseball. yeah is this and and their compound is like is this what you're talking about I mean they're in the middle of like Texas or something so yeah. it's like lands out there is a lot cheaper this but is what you're talking about their warehouse in the back of the office is like a place to just do a ton of like trick, sick shots. trick shots pretty much yeah, yeah. That's what I would create something for studio space, but also office space. The the NRG yeah, is mean, too heavily focused on the content, content space. I think. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you made it. You brought up a good point. A lot of that stuff is probably not going to get used as much. You know what I would do? I would I would do halfway between the energy content house and their compound and the hundred thieves compound. If I okay. were to make a gaming team today and I had ten million dollars, I would do that and I would style it after han's garage in tokyo drift let me just show you what that looks like have you seen tokyo drift yeah i don't remember his garage oh my goodness i can't type garage um okay i gotta pull up the video here so you can actually see it not parking garage scene i want to see han's garage man okay it's uh, the video has to sh- you have to see the video to understand what i'm talking about here okay Hello. oh my god <laughs> i got gypped dude this is a guy visiting the garage man i don't want to see that i want to see it in the movie man in real life yeah okay <laughs> whatever well that ruins it i was about to make a fire tiktok video off of this but basically it's this giant garage and they have washing machines as pods for people to go and hook up in. I would take that idea, not for hooking up, but like to create content and I, I like that idea. So, cool. okay. All right, so maybe it's not as great as we thought it was, but that's a, a what a gaming take. castle is. It's a, it's a great take, it's yeah. different. We'll see how it's it It's different it for sure. Yeah. Okay, what do you think of this recent 100 Thieves signing? They signed 2Hype, a basketball YouTube crew. Mm-hmm. But what's your opinion on this? I think, I think it's a good signing. I think it's a great signing. I'm very curious as to the logistics of it because it's six people in a group that amass over 18 million subscribers on their content pages and they're able, aren't they able to grab them? And like, I don't know, but something about that is just seems very expensive to me. So I'm very curious as to what the deal structure looks like. That's my first initial thought. It is a big grab. It is a big grab. But is that the right grab? for 100 Thieves as a gaming esports team. What do you think? Yeah, I, I think it brings more culture into the company outside of esports, but it has still esports ties to it. So okay. I can see what they're trying to go for, and I'm actually a fan of it. Because okay. we know basketball as a, as a massive parallel to esports. A lot of basketball players enjoy it. And we know that these guys are content creators on the internet, and they also play games like 2K, right? Um, if you guys don't know too hype, a lot of people I actually saw in the comments were like, who the fuck are these guys? <laughs> They're 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 massive into like basketball content creation in the YouTube space. They're pretty much like the American sidemen, but more like sports focused. Sidemen is like KSI crew focused, but soccer mainly. Sidemen, I mean, they just because they're they don't 
all play soccer, but because they're European, they just have soccer content. Okay. <laughs> because Europeans it. love that. But yeah, two hype is kind of like the equivalent almost on a smaller scale. I don't think they're nearly the size of Sidemen, but they they do sports content and they also play video games. And we actually ran into them a couple times at like these Nike events. We've seen them a couple times, like um, Cash Nasty and one of the other guys. They they show up to those events often. And we've seen them. We saw them at the Compound Tour for Hundred Thieves. Like when they did that whole thing, we saw a couple of them, specifically mm -hmm. the really tall dude in this photo. Yeah. But that do you like that didn't really answer my question. Do you really yeah. think like how is that going to help them? Like Hundred Thieves. Like, is it going to, is the point of it to sell more merch? Is the point of it to get into basketball? Like, what is the point of it? Because that's my question. When you phrase it as in, in terms of obviously in the right way, which is thinking about in business perspective and your return on investment, which is like you're signing these massive guys probably at a high cost because that massive following, what are you going to get out of it? I think the main thing is getting their fan base and their world of sports and being able to move into that to seem like a more culturally well-rounded brand, right? But do you think that, the people that follow too hype are heavy, like are gamers. Cause I feel like, I think so. Okay. Cause yeah. what I feel like is the people that come in that are watching too hype videos and they see that then they're not now signed to a gaming team. They're gonna be like, I'm not a gamer, so I don't really care about this team. Right. Yeah. That That's what I felt like a majority of their audience would be. Whereas hundred thieves is coming in from the perspective of, we think their whole audience are sports gamers and they're not, and this is a big segment and it's not tied to any esports team right now so we can capture them if that's true smart play if that's not true then it doesn't make sense but they probably got the data and they figured out this is the move because i think that two hype and sports games can be categorized for the most part as casual gamers right like don't take don't get me wrong like, there are people who are like super into 2k and like fifa is a competitive esport obviously as well like, as 2k are those people but, gonna rock 100 thieves hoodie but but that's the thing though i think that's what 100 thieves is trying to do Right, they're trying to show that they're this well-rounded brand, and that they could be more of a lifestyle brand for the casual gamer, just as much as the esport gamer. Right, Got it. so that could potentially be their take. And having these signings of these very culturally rounded gamers, um, of basketball players and two K players, I think it gives them that look, and I think that's what they're going for. Instead of just being, you know, we're hundred thieves, super hardcore into the legends and like Valorant and stuff, they're hundred thieves into that stuff, but also this casual side of content creators, like our streamers who are also really hardcore gamers, but also are more chill, like sports guys, right? Yeah, if you were to mm -hmm. ask me in terms of like, what sport you would go into, for us, for sure, it's basketball. Uh, that's the culture that we would tie ourselves into in the US. But the rest of mm -hmm. the world, I would do soccer because soccer is such a sick sport and such a sick culture. Like mm -hmm. Beckham's Guild Esports team has a great brand around it. So if I were, again, now, I think the whole theme of this episode would be how we would build our esports team. If we had $10 million, we would make a compound that we think is like a hybrid of the Energy Castle and the 100 Thieves compound. And then if we were to go into a sport, would you pick soccer? I would pick soccer just to separate ourselves. Yeah, agree? I would do soccer, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Which FaZe kind of kind of did with Man City Club, but yeah. Yeah, kind of, kind of. Have you heard of Queen's Gaming? Yes, I have, but I don't know much about it. I think I only saw like a little teaser video, but okay. give me more info. So Queens Gaming, what is it? Basically, Queens Gaming uh, is an all-female gaming collective, and they recently announced a million and a half dollar round that was uh, had a couple investors involved with it. I don't think that the Cut and Sew guys, which are like an agency that we're friends with, are investors in them, but they definitely had something to do with this announcement. Content is based around, it's anyone's game. 
And what they're trying to do is promote female inclusivity, show that female content creators should have a voice in this space. And so they've built like a whole team that encompasses that. And then their thinking is, listen, there are a bunch of girl gamers out there, but they have no teams to attach themselves to. There's no like set, there's no hundred thieves for them basically, which I think is super mm-hmm. smart. They signed a bunch of content creators though, which- Yeah, they signed like upwards of like a dozen. Yeah, right? in this video you're seeing there's every, like there's a girl in, in every scene. Maybe there's a reasoning behind that, but in my opinion, as like from a business perspective, it's very confusing to know who to root for and who's on the team. And that's my only gripe with it. I also don't like the logo, but that's just because I'm I'm a brand whore. I'm very, you know, see, okay, these are all the content creators that they've signed. There's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19. 19 content, oh no, that's, this is the founder. Yeah. Founder yeah, there's is a guy named Justin Jai. There's like 15 Gun-Gun. plus, pretty much. Yeah, there's definitely 15 plus. Okay, I'm looking at the tweet now, and I think you are right. It's announcing that many people. I think they could have had room, especially these people. I believe they already have followings, like Cray Music and yeah, Demi. And those are kind of just like, hey, come rep Queens Gaming. We won't take any of your revenue on any of your stuff or anything. We just want you to rep this. You know, yeah, for the yeah. message. Yeah, it's probably like that. There's a lot of smaller creators here. This is they're all music. like, yeah. I I think they should have, but they could have the they could have had a better rollout. Are, but people are but, loving this. Yeah, think about it. There really is no female gaming team. Like content, yeah. cr- there's been all female Valorant teams, for example, but it's created by Cloud Nine. This is the first mm-hmm. of its kind. So now let me ask you this: You're running Queens Gaming. What's your next move? merch and media because there are girl gamers out there like you said who have enjoyed esports as a culture but didn't have anything that properly represented them like hard thieves didn't drop like female clothes or phase you just buy a smaller size and rock it right right but for them but for queens to like release female specific like merch and apparel like crop tops or maybe sportswear that they could wear leggings then that would definitely fucking sell and that is probably the basis of the 1.5 million raise it's that we're going to build this brand and this apparel brand for these female gamers and we're gonna create media around it we're gonna sign all these people like these smaller creators are probably on like a smaller rev share these higher players are maybe on an equity basis very just rolled out it feels very natural i I like the idea for sure you're a genius that makes complete sense and that's what they're saying on their website the website is very well designed their colors are green and yellow and it's probably because you would think oh it's gonna be pink they're like no we're a fucking legit company we're gonna have our own colors Mm -hmm. so yeah i like it i just don't like the logo that's it. That's my only gripe. But you're totally right. Female-focused gaming apparel and content, that's a winner. Is that what, is that what they say on their website? They say they want to go into like Ecom, apparel and stuff? merchandise. Oh, okay. I didn't even see Content and multimedia brand partnerships. And then they have all the, yeah. the people on there. Yeah. yeah, this is cool. I mean, just adding on top, we need female empowerment more than ever in esports Dude, with a lot of shit going down. These so. creators look really yeah. sick, actually, at least on this website. Like Coco and Breezy, they're like a DJ duo. That's super cool. Yeah, I got to say, the video was like super crazy. It was like they're all in costumes in a very crazy set, very well edited, very we have Razor as a partner. Feeling. Already, wow. I mean, you know how we feel about Razor, but yeah, we'll keep that mm-hmm. down though. <laughs> interesting zoned is a partner got it okay respect and they're definitely going to get a lot of deals because they're the only team out there that's like this so good shit can't wait to see how this goes we'll keep watching that all right Mm -hmm. dude you play Fortnite. what do you think about this recent announcement 
the house party announcement yeah i mean it's not so first off i'll say i think it's pretty cool for like a lot of people not just not relevant Wait, just, to just, me just give context to what this is for for people yeah. listening fortnite so, has collapsed with house party so we're gonna do a yeah. copper drop on this what do you think so house party is an app that allows people to it's kind of like an online hangout right I, mm -hmm. I don't know what it is as a standalone app i think it's just like you meet up you just hang out on like voice chat or video call can you play games on it or something no. i don't know how it's the literally original just, house you just hang out and it's just call. discord or zoom yeah. but more geared towards like hanging out so i'm assuming there's games attached to it i don't know why i think there's games but fortnite has now collaborated with them or partnered with them to bring video chat inside the game so as you're playing fortnite on the side of your screen, I believe you can yes, see right your here. squad members, which is pretty cool, I guess. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I don't know how I feel about my screen being minimized so I could see my friends on the left side, so my game screen is smaller. Well, I'm sure you can put it away, right? Then, like, then I might as well just stay on on Discord. But that's yeah. for me personally. But I think what they're doing that's different is that this is compatible for is it PS4 like. Is it also console compatible and mobile compatible? Everything compatible. For, yeah, Which so Discord for people, is not. Exactly. So that fills that gap. But for me, it's just not as relevant. Like, I, I didn't even think of downloading it. So, so it's a drop for me. Right. It's a drop. I'll tell you why mm -hmm. it's a cop if we think in the future. The reason that this is important is because of the Discord issue, which is that Discord is only available. Like, you can't use Discord on console. You can use Discord on mobile. You can use Discord on your computer. Sure, like the workaround for console is you have Discord on your phone and then you have your headphones, like your AirPods in and then you have your gaming headphones on top. But with House Party, it doesn't matter what, as long as it's an epic game, which they're going to introduce House Party integration into all the other stuff, you can have video chat. So like regardless of what platform you're on, like if you're on Xbox, I think that what it will do is it'll just pop out and do video chat either like i think the camera would be your phone and then the audio would go through your headphones on the xbox or the camera could be if you have a camera attached to your console but i think it would have to be camera attached to the console it'd be weird if you're having your phone as a camera i don't know i don't know it should but, be the same platform or it'd be weird yeah but the point of it is that now on console you have a cross party cross platform party chat and video chat system that wasn't available before yeah. so they're going to start introducing this into a bunch of other epic games or epic like games that un use unreal engine so this is their play to fight against discord so to me that's kind of a cop if it works but it's interesting mm -hmm. it's interesting for sure yeah okay have you heard about this acquisition that epic games just got recently that they can hyperscan your face and make 3d so, avatars off of it i didn't read into it i saw like the thumbnail of it but it sounds super fucking creepy almost but also a little more metaverse -y, so explain it okay basically uh they acquired hypersense which specializes in expressive digital avatars basically <laughs> it's your bitmoji and you can have yeah, it yeah, yeah yeah you can have it anywhere and i think they're eventually going to introduce a system where they can take pictures of your face and recreate a virtual avatar because i'm thinking that the reason they're doing this is for the metaverse mm -hmm. right like once eventually fortnite turns into this thing where it's a virtual world where everyone logs in and walks in we're going to need avatars 
and this is their avatar play. You move your face around, you do all this shit, and it's like, you know, fucking it does it in the video game, right? And this is to compete against, uh, let's say, someone else who wants to create an avatar platform like uh, Genies. Have you heard of Genies? Yeah, I've heard of Genies. Okay, so Genies has an avatar platform. This is what their their avatar looks like, which is super cool, in my opinion. And it kind of looks like a Fortnite character. So them buying Hyperscan or whatever. Hypersense. Hypersense is their play against this so that when you go into the Fortnite world, you don't use this you use their thing which dude the metaverse is such a like fucking conceptual thing it's very difficult to think about who is going to own what and how but i, I think the genius. best way to bring parallels is when you think of vr chat when i go into vr chat and i see people who actually have the vr headset and they move their hands their hands move and their fingers move and they move the arm their arm so moves cool. that's already so mind-blowing to me that if you have a camera that tracks your facial features and you can see someone smiling frowning or talking and moving their mouth which I think VRChat does with the talking mm-hmm. thing, that'd be even more immersive, right? You're seeing this guy in real time in his avatar. The facial expression is literally, and the eyes are the key to the soul, right? So you add that to an avatar, you added another whole dimension to your game immersion. Sure. So for Fortnite to have that is crazy. If it happens, right? You see someone like <laughs> ultimate Fortnite would be proximity chat as well as like facial expressions where you could hear someone fucking screaming. That would be amazing. Or in any game, that'd be He's so left. funny. Left. One <laughs> shot on me. <laughs> and you see, it's like, like real life, bro. Imagine pure fear. Yeah. Bro, we're like in the Fortnite trenches, bro. We got the walls up, and we're like, fucking bent out, dude. I don't want to die. I don't want to die. <laughs> exactly. That's that's the future of games, where you can be able to express those things. Okay. Yeah. Cool. That'd be cool. Well, yeah. we'll see what happens. Have you heard about this James Bond game? Yeah, I have. Do you know who mm-hmm. freaking made it? Yes, I did as well. Who you sent that to me too? Who the, cre- the creators of Hitman? Yes, IO, IO, the right? Best spy game on the market right now. And mm-hmm. shout out to at Arjon in the chat for sending us this article. If you guys have articles you want us to cover, please send them to us. We will talk about them. Why is this important? Well, some of the best James, some some of the like some games that are incredible are James Bond games because. The idea of James Bond is such a fantastical thing, like to be able to do all the shit that he does and then creating a video game around it is a great idea, but the execution has been poor lately. So to bring on a developer who essentially makes James Bond games and they're called Hitman, I can't wait to see what this looks like. It's going to be amazing. I'm excited. When was the last time they had a James Bond game? Oh, I don't know. Do you want me to look it up? I'll, I'll look it up. No, I was, just, I was wondering if you knew off the top of your head. That, yeah, I if they bring back minute. 007, I'm slapping y'all up with odd job. That's one of the comments on the Twitter thread. Oh. James Bond game. Do we even know about the do, the launch date? We have no idea. It's just called Project. It's Yeah, it's literally called Project 007. 007.ioi.dk. Damn, the website's kind of freaking sick, man. They have a little teaser video that's like 50 seconds of like... Um, just like a the last release was in 2012 chamber and it was called 007 legends apologies yeah wow dude they make a lot of james bond games like there's a whole wikipedia entry for everything yeah it looks clean i'm excited i mean given it's probably a single player game i'm not into that dude james bond had some of the best multiplayer back in the day 
All right, that's a cop for us when it comes out. We'll see. Uh, that's a cop, yeah. Or possibly, if there's multiplayer, that'd be definite cop. Wow. What would a James Bond multiplayer look like, in your opinion? I think um, the sickest... Third person. I th- yeah, I think the sickest multiplayer would be what they did with Assassin's Creed. Do you remember the Assassin's Creed multiplayer? Mm-hmm. Okay, the Assassin's Creed multiplayer is they put you in a map, like let's say a church in, in Venice, right? And there's all this outdoor area and indoor area, and there's a bunch of... There's like four types of characters that you could be. You could be a clerk. You could be like a blacksmith. You could be like a uh, joker. You could be like a warrior, right? Those are just outfits though. And there's actually way more of those, but let's just say there's four. Then the whole map is populated with those four player models. And then you spawn in as one of those player models and you run around the map trying to find your target who is trying to blend in with the other player models and pretend that he's not an assassin and so you uh-huh. got to kill people without people seeing you because you always have someone trying to come down and kill you so it's like a game of cat and mouse everyone's hiding trying to kill each other without the other people seeing it and there's parkour and it's so much fun it's so much fun that the last assassin's creed game that has that multiplayer has a discord of seven thousand people and they run multiplayer games still to this day uh, it's not it's not the latest assassin's creed though no it's like it's 2014 they took out the multiplayer uh-huh. which i have no idea why but imagine a James Bond game like that. Or I don't know yeah. what a James Bond Battle Royale would look like, but that'd be crazy. Yeah, given the time and the era of multiplayer games, I'm sure they have something up their sleeve that could be really interesting. Yeah, yeah, I hope yeah. so, man. Do you remember back in the day, we talked about how everyone's using Animal Crossing for free? Like Gillette has an Animal Crossing campaign. Joe Biden has an Animal Crossing island. Well, Nintendo said no more malarkey. Basically, fuck you guys. Stop using our game to promote random shit that we don't approve. Like the Hong Kong thing, Joe Biden, mm-hmm. Trump, AOC, AOC, yeah. uh, all these streetwear brands. So, damn. I mean, it was cool while it lasted. If we see your activity is not following these guidelines or is damaging, we may ask you to stop such activity or usage of content, including your future business usage, including prohibiting your future business usage of the game. Nintendo continues. Damn. Pretty much it's saying no free advertising. Yeah. That's all it's saying. No matter what the cause is, whether they believe in it or not, it's just not a place for, I guess, politics, which I agree because, you know, as a game that has younger kids, possibly as your fan base, you don't want to be feeding them stuff like this that could influence their decision making in the future, whether it's influencing the way they think about politics or anything. Right. I guess like they just feel like they have that responsibility almost, even though it might be positive ones. I guess they don't want to have to take a side on that. I don't know. It could just cause trouble. I just can't believe it took so long for them to do that. The game released in like March. And normally Nintendo is like right... Like Nintendo is so backwards when it comes to stuff like this in terms of basically community. Uh, there's a really good YouTube video by this guy called Penguin. I don't know how it's spelled, but Ariane in the chat could, could type it up. Basically talks about the fact that Nintendo always destroys their community. They recently yeah. canceled... Uh, Smash or Splash House, which is like one of the biggest Smash Invitationals of the year for using a Super Smash Bros. Melee mod. Why did they have to use a Melee mod? It's called Slippy and it uses online play. Melee Mm -hmm. is a 20-year-old game. It doesn't have online play. So because of COVID, no one can fucking come to this house and play Melee. They have to play online. Nintendo's dumbass team was like, yo, uh no you you guys can't use this mod you have to use melee or you can't host the event it's like dude they're covid bro 
So yeah. Nintendo does that backwards stuff, but I was just surprised it took them this long to shut this stuff down. Yeah, they are. I don't know. Like, what are the benefits there? Just real quick. Like, what do they get from shutting that stuff down? I, I, I get the politics stuff. Like, right. It's the same reason why the army shouldn't promote on Twitch, whatever. But like, even stuff like getting the community to play together. The, like, what's up with that? The only thing I can think of is, oh well, it's not going to sell Super Smash Bros. Melee copies. You guys don't even fucking produce those anymore to sell them. It makes no yeah. sense, bro. All yeah. it does is entice new people that probably don't have super smash brothers to go buy the new super smash brothers game after watching that tournament it literally makes no sense but their legal team is probably like if we don't shut this down then a bunch of other things are going to pop up and then they're going to think that it's okay and it's all going to keep popping up but it took you guys five months to stop this animal crossing thing which in my opinion is a bigger issue than the melee thing yeah yeah weird i don't know what's going on over there but we've been talking about that for quite a minute so I guess no more Animal Crossing politics topics for us, but hopefully more collabs like Ikea and shit. Wait, but that's still a business. Oh, I mean, is that, was that a partnership? It's not a partnership though, right? Was it? Like shit like that. Is that also banned? That one's interesting. You're right. Because Ikea is a big brand. Yeah. Crossing. I think they made like, if you guys don't recall, they made a magazine with like Animal Crossing furniture. Ikea Taiwan 2021 catalog makeover has uh, Animal Crossing characters. I don't know if it's a collab, but they also can't just be using free IP like that. It's not a collab. It's not a collab. Don't know how that stuff works. It's for sure not a collab because there is literally, you see the Animal Crossing thing? Because there's no like Nintendo rep talking about it in the PR week announcement or anything. So So we we might not see any of those either. So say goodbye to potential Animal Crossing news. Dude, Nintendo should just sue Ikea. That would be hype. All right, Black Friday this week. You guys know where to go. Buy high ground stuff. <laughs> yeah. Follow this podcast. Share with your friends. Being you know, blatant, just, just buy our shit. Yeah, it's the, it's the only time sick. it's going to be cheaper. Yeah. And we recommend it highly in a very unbiased perspective. Yep. Yep. Very biased. All right, we're going to go raid someone now. This is the end of the, the pod. Christian, our new editor. Love you, bro. All right, guys. Thank you for tuning in.